0: Hi, I am Eli Aringay from On Faith and Fatherhood, and welcome to my podcast. Through this podcast, I will be sharing my insights on parenting, homeschooling, family, and faith. It is my belief that family is God's instrument to carry on His commands and decrees from one generation to the next. And as parents, it is our duty to raise obedient and God-fearing children. It is normal for uh, parents to uh, desire their uh, children to succeed. I believe this is one of the many reasons why we want to uh, provide our children with the best education. And uh, if I remember it correctly, I discussed something related to this topic in a uh, previous podcast episode. The title was uh, Education is Not all about academics. I mentioned in uh, that episode that life is bigger than academic performance of our children. I said that training our children for life takes more than ensuring that they get good grades at school. Truth is, uh, there are a lot of things in life that cannot be learned From school, there are uh, things in life that are far more greater than scholastic achievements. Nevertheless, this is not to discount the importance of formal education. I also mentioned in that episode that we cannot expect our children to become, let us say, an engineer unless they know their math. (laughs) They cannot become a lawyer unless they finish a formal degree or program in the study of law. That is uh, common sense, (laughs) right? You see, there's nothing inherently wrong in wanting our children to become successful in life based on um, the world's standard. Nothing wrong in in aspiring that our children end up being a uh, professional in a given uh, field of learning. Nothing wrong in uh, wanting our children to become a doctor, an engineer, an IT expert, or a lawyer and uh, wanting them to, su- to succeed in that profession. There is nothing wrong in desiring that they become financially stable in life. This is one of the many reasons why, as parents, we want our children to have the best education possible. Generally, we want our children to have a better and uh, more comfortable life than us. However, one of the truths in life that I believe parents must know and uh, teach to their children is that success in the standards of the world does not necessarily mean having a successful life. The comforts of life that results from a lucrative profession can be deceiving. It can lead one to think that it is the definition of a successful life. The power and influence that one wields as a result of an authority or position uh, may give one an impression that it is the picture of a successful life. You see, it is our duty as parents to tell our children that true success cannot be measured by temporal comforts that one enjoys or by earthly achievements. One can be successful at the wrong things. Thus, it is not success at all. It is a mistake to gauge success on the basis of tangible things. True success extends beyond this lifetime. True success is serving our purpose. True success is living a life according to how we were designed by our Creator. True success is accomplishing things that impacts eternity. Just to illustrate, you can successfully use an iPhone 12 as a doorstopper, (laughs) but being a doorstopper does not serve the purpose for which that mobile phone was created. You can successfully use a laptop as a chopping board, but being a chopping board does not serve the purpose for which that laptop Was created. And uh, I know I may not be giving justice in arguing my point using these everyday uh, analogies. Nevertheless, the principle is this one who does not serve the purpose for his creation or does not serve the purpose for his existence cannot be considered successful no matter how much possession he has. It is for this very reason why we encounter people who may be successful if we gauge them by the standards of the world, but are also empty, miserable, and purposeless. How many times have we encountered famous personalities, wealthy individuals, and affluent celebrities who, in spite of their social and economic status, ended up killing themselves, ended up committing suicide. If the comforts of the world is the key to happiness and everlasting peace and security, then how can we explain this kind of situations? I can only surmise that these people realized that life in this world is not all that there is. The world and uh, everything in it cannot give us a true and lasting satisfaction. Even if one is celebrated, admired, and uh, envied by others on on account of the worldly uh, achievements of that person, that is not really success in the truest sense of the word. There is something bigger than this life. For one, this world will have to end at some point. All of us will pass away. This world is not our final destination. Even if we gain the whole world, assuming it is possible, we will just end up empty. We become spent and uh, wasted chasing the things that can never satisfy us. No wonder the more we have, the greedier we become. Why? Because no amount of possession can ever be enough, and we get to realize that over and over again. We can be successful at the wrong things. What do I mean by that? The fact that we have a creator, God, also means that we have a purpose for existing. And this purpose is neither self-made nor self-imposed. This purpose is given by our Creator. This purpose is determined by God. So at any point that we or our children deliberately live outside the plans and intentions of God, we are not serving the purpose for our existence. When we intentionally evade the revealed will of God in the Bible through our willful disobedience, No amount of man-made success can overwhelm our failure in missing out on our life's purpose. It is important for parents to teach their children that achieving success in the world must not be their life's preoccupation. If at any, consider that as a bonus. God's providence determines whether we get to enjoy some comforts in this life or otherwise living within the clear will of god is the most important this will spare our children from ending up empty ultimately all of us will be measured whether whether or not we live out god's purpose for our lives we need to intentionally train our children in godliness so that they will be keen on pursuing those that impact eternity. We do not want them to achieve world success yet end up asking, is this all that there is to life? In this regard, there are uh, 3 insights that you can share about life to your children. Number 1, Life does not consist in the abundance of possession, but in being content with what you have. I'll say it again. Life does not consist in the abundance of possession, but in being content with what you have. In Luke chapter 12, verse 15, Jesus said, Take care and be on your guard against all covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Jesus tells us to guard our hearts from all kinds of greed, from desiring too much wealth. While there is nothing wrong if, on account of God's providence, one has vast resources in this life, making it a life's preoccupation to have more is a different matter. Greed clouds the meaning of our existence. The word enough does not exist in the vocabulary of a greedy person. We have to teach our children not to put premium on material possessions way beyond its actual value which is temporary benefit. Instead, we must teach our children to live with contentment. Tell them to do their best in all cases and be content with whatever material gain their efforts produce. Teach them that their efforts must be directed towards pleasing God first and foremost. Number two, being humble is better than having power. I'll say it again. Being humble is way better than having power. Pride and power goes together in most cases. Power tends to corrupt character. If one is not cautious, being in authority can make a person proud. Instead of pushing your children to be above everyone else, it is better to train them towards humility. At the end of the day, everyone is is, and will be accountable to the Lord regardless of our status in life. God opposes a proud person, but one who is humble will surely receive His grace. A final insight. God's plan, not ours, will always prevail. God's plan, not ours, will always prevail. There are uh, two verses that I want to share on this point. The first one is, Proverbs chapter 19 verse 21. It says, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. The other verse is Proverbs chapter 16 verse 1, which says, the plan of the plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All of us have dreams, goals, ambitions and intentions both for our lives and for our children. It is okay to have these plans. However, we must not forget that it is the plan of the Lord that will prevail. We chart our life using the wisdom and whatever providence that the Lord gives us. However, we have to be mindful that it is up to the Lord to decide whether our plans are according to His will or otherwise. Teach your children that If events in their lives um, do not happen according to their plans, they should not be discouraged. Instead, they must learn to trust in the sovereignty of the Lord. God will certainly establish the path of a person whose trust is in Him. We don't want our children to grow up clueless about God's purpose for them. We also do not want them... After having success in the world, to end up asking, Is this all that there is to life? Teach them to live with contentment. Train them to be humble at all times. Rear them to depend and trust in the plans of the Lord for their lives. So that's it for today's episode. Till next time.